This is the Rich and Andrew Show. Just hanging in there drinking his coffee. You've got to stop it. You're, you're all hopped up on the caffeine. I feel like I'm talking a little faster, but it's very hard to tell. All right, ladies, buckle up. It's showtime. Showtime, everybody. Showtime. Yeah. And I'm watching the whole time. I'm like, God, I hate you. <laughs> I hate people individually, but I love mankind. Oh, you do. It's showtime. Let's kick some ass. Don't say it, please. Don't say it. No, I have to say it, Mitch. Showtime. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Rich and Andrew Show. My name is Rich, and there is no Andrew today. Yeah, um, Andrew had a few... uh, a few things to take care of, uh, so he wasn't going to be able to make it, and I just decided uh, to do the podcast uh, on my own because next week is uh, Christmas, so I thought it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not going to be uh, probably as funny without uh, Andrew. Uh, the whole point of doing this with Andrew, which I like, which I like so much is just bringing up a topic and letting him rant and rave about it, which I think is hilarious. But uh, hopefully you guys will be okay with just me doing this on my own. Um, So uh, I have a few things to talk about. There are a few things that I was going to talk about with Andrew, but I'm going to hold off on those and wait for Andrew because I really want to get his take on it and It's not really something that I can talk about on my own. I kind of need to have some feedback from someone. So so there's a few things we're going to hold off on. Uh, But I do have quite a bit to talk about anyway. So um, the first thing I wanted to bring up, though, was uh, about last week's podcast uh, with Andrew's audio. Um, I've gone through painstaking things here to try to get everything set up. And we had it set up for a while. Uh, last week we were kind of in a rush and we wanted to get the podcast done. And in doing so, I didn't check everything that I was supposed to be checking. And that's why, uh, Andrew's audio turned out the way that it did. This could very well be the stupidest person on the face of the earth. Yeah. So, uh, so let's get into this. Uh, there is a, something that happened to me and... Uh, what I wanted to do too was if you guys have any, you know, comments or anything, um, I post, uh, when the episode is available on Facebook and, uh, if you guys would like to comment on that episode, you know, or, you know, on the episode, if there's anything that you, you know, if you just want to comment on something, you know, go ahead and do it on that post for that episode. Uh, it'd be really nice to have a little, you know, feedback and, you know, back and forth with the people that are listening. Uh, I think that would be kind of fun. Uh, so, um, last week, well, actually this week, uh, it doesn't really matter what day it was. Uh, I was out walking gizmo and, uh, at the end, at the end of our block, uh, there's these, uh, I think you would call them townhomes and they have, uh, I don't know. They're more garages than they are carports, but you know, they each have their own garage or whatever that they can parked their car in and uh I saw this guy walking down the street never seen him before uh you know and he was walking towards the garage which is you know whatever and uh Gizmo 
Gizmo barks at everybody. When he sees somebody, he barks at everybody, and that's just what he does. Uh, Gizmo like got sights on this guy and just wouldn't stop barking at him from all the way from the townhome to his garage. The guy gets in the car, uh, is leaving, and even though he's in the car, Gizmo is still barking at him. So the guy turns, turns right on the street and stops right in the middle of the street. And, you know, now he's like really close to me and Gizmo. So he rolls down his window and Gizmo just starts going crazy on, on this guy. Just really started barking. And when Gizmo gets spooked or starts barking at something, there's this like stripe that goes up on his back. Like his hair stands up and it gets really dark. And uh, and the more like freaked out he is, the darker it gets. And this the stripe on his back at that time was really, really... Uh, uh, it was really dark. So this guy rolls down his window and he goes... I guess he doesn't see too many black people. And I looked at him and I go, what? And he goes, oh, I'm just joking around. And I'm like, I I, I, I almost like didn't know what to say to him. I'm like, you know, why do we have to fucking go there? You know, can't you just say, hey, nice dog, and then drive off and, you know, get on with your life? It's like, I don't, I just don't really understand these people. I just don't. I just, I just don't get it. It's like, why do you have to bring in race when it comes to a dog? Even if he was joking, which I don't think he was. I, I don't know. It's just, and then, you know, he, he said that and I go, and I go, well, no, I go, that's not what it is. I say he barks at everybody. And then I stopped myself and I go, and I told him, I said, well, no, he doesn't see too many black people. It's like, you're not, you're not going to make me feel bad about living in the neighborhood I live in. I'm sorry. I just, it was fucking, it was really irritating. So the whole time I was thinking, okay, well now this guy's on my shit list. Just like the lady that lives across from me who put that note on my door. Like you guys are both on my shit list. Now, like if I see you on fire or your house is on fire, you're, you're going to burn down to the ground. Cause you're on, you're on my list now. I'm not helping you with anything. It was just irritating. Just leave me alone. Just get on with your life and. Just leave me alone. So that was kind of irritating. And, you know, anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, I, uh, for those of you that have been listening, uh, you know that, uh, you know, this isn't something that I like to talk about a lot, but, uh, um, you know, I've been seeing a therapist and uh, for some reason, my therapist has not talked to me in like a month and a <laughs> like a month and a half. And I. I think I might know why. Uh, I I can't say for sure. Uh, she really hasn't said anything. But uh, the wedding that Katie and I went to, uh, I don't know how we got on the subject about it. But when I was talking to her, you know, I had mentioned to her that, you know, I don't really like going to places with a lot of people and, you know, didn't really want to go. And, you know, to me, the wedding was even worse because, you know, they wanted you to get either vaccinated or wear a mask or whatever. And I just have strong feelings about that. And, you know, we talked about that for a little bit. And then after that, she just stopped talking to me. And it was really strange. I, you know, I, I don't know. To me, to me, that's a, to me, that's unprofessional. Um, but I kind of understand 
why she did it. And the reason I'm saying that is because uh, this is the kind of thing that a very, very nice person. I'm not trying to say anything bad about her, but the one thing that I kind of got annoyed by was I could kind of tell she was a liberal. Uh, and, you know, when we would email back and forth at the bottom of her email, there was a, uh, you know, you would give her name and her address and, and next to her name was a, uh, she would put her name and then put, uh, she, her, which, which is really annoying to me. Uh, I hate when people put their pronouns. I can't stand that. Uh, but you know, but anyway, you know, I kind of let that go, but, um, I, I have a feeling that that's the reason why she stopped talking to me because we were, we were always talking, you know, we never really, you know, we would miss an, uh, an appointment here or there, but it was never anything, you know, very long or whatever. And she would always get back to me or whatever, but this, she just completely cut off, uh, all communication with me. So after about, I don't know, I think it was like three weeks or something. I, w I emailed her and I, you know, asked her, I said, Hey, you know, what's going on? I said, you know, if you, if you, if you don't have time for me anymore, I get it, you know, but you got to let me know. And she was like, no, she goes, I just thought that I would give you a break and like a break from what? Like I never asked for a break. So we talked the next week and then nothing again. We just stopped talking again. So then that went for, I don't know, like a month or so with no, no communication at all. No, you know, Hey, how you doing or nothing. It's just completely just cut off. Uh, so I was like, well, you know, well, fuck it. Then I'm just going to go see somebody else. So I don't know if anybody out there knows, but, uh, trying to, trying to see a therapist nowadays is almost next to impossible because of all these stupid unnecessary lockdowns and people losing their jobs over this quote unquote pandemic and everything is just just bullshit there are a lot of people that are depressed and you know uh having depression and anxiety and stuff it's really ramped everything up so it's very very hard to get a therapist now uh so I was online, you know, looking for something that was close to me and everything. And I was having a really, really hard time finding, uh, finding anybody, uh, most places like on their websites or when you would call there, they said that they're not accepting new patients, uh, because they're just, they're so overwhelmed with people, which is a sad state of affairs. But if you need help, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that can't get it right now. So. So I, you know, started looking around and I don't know, I called about five or six places and every single place they either didn't answer the phone or they, they said they're not accepting new patients, you know? So I just kept looking around and I actually found some place that was like three minutes from my house, which is nice because the other one was in Orland. So, you know, once a week had to drive up to Orland, which was kind of a pain. So this one's three minutes away really close to home, uh, really, really nice. But, uh, the problem that I ran into was when I, I called and I take it that the secretary or answering service or whoever it is that I was talking to was working from home. Uh, and it was really, I don't know. It was just, 
I, I had a really hard time hearing this person, first of all. Their headset must be really shitty. And then uh, in the background, there was this kid. There was just this kid, like, just <laughs> making all this noise. And, you know, you can tell she was kind of distracted by this kid. And I was like, God, you know, and I told her, and I didn't want to be mean or anything. But I told her, I go, if you're preoccupied, I go, you know, do you want to call me back? And she says, no, why? And I said, well, because I said, you know, I can hear your, I can hear your kid in the background. And the whole conversation, the mood of the conversation just changed. You could tell she was like pissed at me, uh, you know, but that's unprofessional. If you're working from home, you're supposed to be in a in an office or a room by yourself, you're not supposed to have your fucking little kid next to you screaming and crying and all this other stuff. And it was so distracting. And first of all, you know, not being able to hear her and then having that kid, I'm, I had to ask, what was that? I had to ask that about I, like almost every question she asked, I had to have her repeat it because either the kid was screaming or I just couldn't hear her. And it was just really annoying. So we finally got all that taken care of and, and, uh, you know, I met with my new therapist and she's very, she seems to be more like my kind of person. Uh, you know, I could just tell that I think that we're going to get along really well, which is a good thing. Not to say that I didn't get along with my other one, but I just think that, uh, we're more of the, we're more of the same kind of person this with, you know, this new one. So I think it's going to work out pretty good. Uh, so, uh, I think that what we're going to do is, um, whenever I do these by myself, they're never really long because I just can't keep it going by myself. That's why I like having Andrew here. Cause you know, Andrew can go on these like rants or whatever, which are hilarious. And I just, it's hard to do it when you're by yourself. So, uh, so yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of news here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, I have some pretty... I really wanted to get Andrew's takes on these, but I'm just going to do them by myself. And I'm sure there'll be more stories coming up. Uh, this one was pretty... In my opinion, it was disgusting that they're doing this. Uh, McDonald's will soon be serving its customers a friendly reminder to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The fast food chain has partnered with Biden administration on its We Can Do This campaign to help share vaccine information with its customers across the country, and the restaurant plans to spread the word in multiple ways over the coming months. And they have a picture of their, you know, fry container, and it almost looks like a, it almost looks like a Russian, <laughs> it almost looks like a Russian symbol. It's got the, you know, COVID germs. There are three COVID germs and then a syringe in the middle. Like, that's not what I want to look at when I'm eating fries. Uh, I'll post a picture of this on Facebook so that you guys could see it. But it's just, you know, stop pushing your stupid ass. It Look. The vaccines have been out there long enough, and I know people don't want to hear about this kind of shit, but the vaccines have been out there long enough that if whoever wanted it got it. If Whoever hasn't gotten it by now, 
eat, going to fucking McDonald's, which by the way, people that go to McDonald's are not really concerned about their health. So I don't really think they're going to think, oh my God, McDonald's put, put the, put the fucking syringe on the fries. Oh, you know what? Maybe I should go get the vaccine. It's so stupid. I don't understand people. No one is going to do that. Uh... As part of the campaign, McDonald's will debut COVID-19 vaccine information from trusted third parties on its Times Square billboard later this month. The billboard is located right above one of the iconic McDonald's restaurants in the country, so the company is hoping to get a lot of eyeballs on it. In July, McDonald's will roll out new hot McCafe cups and McDelivery seal stickers that will direct customers to vaccines.org, a site that's full of information on how to protect yourself from COVID-19 and how to find a vaccine appointment. This is so fucking stupid. The new packaging is sleek and vibrant and features a map of the United States with the We Can Do This logo. We can do this. How about you just shut the fuck up and give me my fries? Like, don't put your propaganda on my fries or my coffee or whatever. You know, you get up in the morning and you all you want is a coffee. But no, now you got to see this shit. Like, it's hard enough to get up and go to work every day. Now you got to see this. The, the We Can Do It campaign officially launched in March. It launched in March? and is a multi-billion dollar public education campaign that will include ads on television, radio, online, and social media platforms. Yeah, that's why I don't watch television, I don't listen to the radio, and I stay away, I don't stay away from social media platforms, I just... Uh, Gina Gent, McDonald's USA Vice President for Global Public Policy and Government Relations, explained that the company's involvement with the campaign is a natural extension of the work of the work the fast food chain has done to support local support communities and local neighborhoods during the pandemic. Yeah, you know, you know what you guys could do? You want to help the local community? Like the majority of the people, like a very high percentage, like in the 90% of people that have died from COVID or had it really bad were obese people. So maybe you should tell them not to eat your shitty-ass food, and then they wouldn't get sick. You're not helping the community. We all want to protect ourselves and our loved ones and be together with our communities again. McDonald's is excited to be doing our part for the people we serve, providing them with simple information that can help keep them safe. Yeah, by the way, uh, if anybody did any like a simple search at all. You can even go to the CDC website. The vaccine does not stop you from getting it or transmitting it or anything. It's like you don't even have a fucking vaccine. It doesn't do anything. I, I could really go off on a rant here about this kind of stuff, but I'm trying to control myself because I know people don't want to hear it. Uh, this is a team effort. It takes all of us. We're proud to enter this partnership to provide trusted, independently verified information about COVID-19 vaccines to our customers in the nearly 14,000 communities we serve. McDonald's was an early supporter of the vaccine, and back in February, the food chain announced that they would provide four hours of paid time to employees who got the vaccine. So they're just 
So they're bribing them to get the vaccine? Vaccination is essential in the fight against pandemic. Wrong. And we are actively encouraging McDonald's employees to take this important step. Many other fast food chains have also encouraged their customers to get the vaccine by offering freebies to anyone with a vaccine card. Krispy Kreme offered free donuts to its vaccinated customers. What the fuck? Well, now I just lost my spot because I'm so irritated by this. Uh, and Budweiser tempted its customers with promises of free beer. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Nathan's famous also... Wait. Nathan's famous also go in on the fun. See, this is a misprint here. And vowed to serve free hot dogs to those who bring their vaccination card into the Coney Island flagship restaurant. What the f- So... How about you bribe people with like vegetables and, you know, like healthy food instead of shit food that you're making them unhealthy, which will cause them if they do get the if they do get the coronavirus, they're going to end up being more sick by eating your shit food. I, I don't know. Uh, This was a. uh <laughs> This was a uh, um, an article that I saw. It's more of a funny thing. It's not. It's not to be taken seriously, uh, but I thought it was pretty funny. And let me get it up here. Uh, uh, one second here. Sorry about the. Uh, um, oh come on. Sorry guys. I'm trying to figure this out here. I'm having some issues with this article coming up. Um, damn it. Okay, here we are. I posted this on Facebook, but I wanted to read this because I don't know if people just kind of, you know, went 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 past it or whatever. But I wanted to read this because I thought it was, thought it was pretty damn funny. Uh, where am I here? I'm having some issues here, so you have to be patient with me. Uh, Ten Christmas ideas for your leftist child. <laughs> First off, congratulations on raising a child already versed in progressive ideals. Your Christmas holiday is sure to be filled with joy, laughter, fear of using incorrect pronouns, and vegan eggnog. <laughs> If you're having trouble finding that perfect Christmas present for your liberal child due to their inconsistent morality, hypocritical life choices, or gender confusion. <laughs> oh, my God. Then let us help you with this handy list of gifts they're sure to not to cancel you for. <laughs> Number one, brand new gender. New genders are so hot right now. We would urge you to grab one before they run out. But honestly, there will always be more genders. <laughs> Number two, allowance increase followed by tax increase. This valuable life lesson will impart your youngling the wisdom found in pretending to give while actually taking. <laughs> Number three, 
battery-powered police car to flip over and set on fire. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this. This is hilarious. Uh, progressive children love acting out violently in the name of love. This flammable gift is perfect if your child was too young to burn actual police cars back in 2020. <laughs> Number four, crowbar and a ride to, Nord to Nordstrom. Unique experiences are the most precious gifts you can give your child. This gift offers a hands-on understanding of where progressive policies have led. Number five, play school Dr. Fauci shrine. <laughs> Turn your child's dresser into a sanctuary of reverence towards the benevolent Dr. Fauci. These are flying off the shelves, so grab one quick. Number six, Twitter account. Hey, your kid is never too young to learn the ins and outs of Twitter, including public shaming, cyberbullying, destroying careers, and contributing to a giant cancerous tumor of hate. <laughs> this might be my favorite one. Vaccinate me Elmo doll. Have, have you seen the commercial for this toy? What a great commercial. <laughs> Number eight, Cole. This will prevent conservatives from burning it in power plants and destroying the planet. <laughs> Number nine, Chairman Mao pop-up book. Let your child's imagination be filled with stories of the beloved revolutionary who called for equality and fairness for everyone besides the 80 million people who died under his rule. Uh, number 10, a whooping. Let's be honest here. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm not, uh, as you could tell, I hate liberals. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be mean here, but I just, they, they're like, yeah, uh, you know what? Never mind. I don't want, I don't want to get into it too much. I don't want to start shit on here. Uh, I don't want to hijack this podcast and start making it too much about what my feelings are about certain things, but I thought that was funny. Uh, now Andrew was the one that shared this with me, uh, but I wanted to read it because I'm trying to fill some time here. So <laughs> if Andrew wants to talk about it, when we get back together, we could do it. But, uh, I have no idea who this person is. I've never heard of this person before. Uh, I don't even know what this is. 90 day fiance star. I don't know what I don't know what 90 day fiance is. Uh 90 day fiance star makes $45,000 a week selling her farts. $45,000. The reality star eats a variety of spicy foods that help her pass gas in order to keep up with her demand of her fart in a jar hustle what okay do you see what's do you see what's wrong with this do you see what's wrong with these people yeah that's gross who would buy that even if i was you know i'm a fan of a lot of uh you know like you know okay well let's put it this way my favorite director wes anderson uh if he was selling his farts in a jar, there's no way that I would even think about buying that. Former 
90 Day Fiance star Stephanie Motto has developed a lucrative side business that involves her farting into a jar. The reality star told BuzzFeed that her newest product includes a glass jar of her passing wind, a couple of rose petals to really attach the scent, and a personalized note. What is the... Okay, so what do you do with it? I mean, do you just leave it as a display, or do you open it up and smell it? It's disgusting. Motto's product is catered to her 260,000 followers, whom she charges $1,000 per jar of flatulence. Although the influencer recently ran a promotion for 50% off. Oh, that's great. Only $500. The 31-year-old rose to fame after her stint on 90 Day Fiancé, which I still don't know what that is, which documents the process of international couples navigating the process of getting approved for American visas. Oh, so, so they're basically just marrying people just to get into this country. Well, that's a shit show. This includes the 90-day time frame that each couple is allotted until they are required to get married. Yeah, so it's a dumb show. Stephanie also shared that she eats a variety of foods to help her pass gas in order to keep up with the demand of her fart in a jar hustle. Why is this a demand? Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? I usually follow a pretty strict diet, but I do allow myself one to two cheat days every single week. And those are the days that I will indulge in specific types of foods that I know will make me more gassy. I also like to combine my product with something that smells like me. So I spritz one of my favorite perfumes into each jar to give customers the most immersed experience. But I'll, I put a small fabric petal or flower into each jar it's aesthetically pleasing and also allows the scent to attach to it and last longer Ugh. strangely enough motto revealed that her favorite pastimes include reading a good book while waiting for those farts to develop why is this even an article and why are pe people are so weird people are so strange Working on my own adult-friendly platform these past few months has made me very aware of the different type of niches and markets that are out there, she told the publication. Over the years, I've gotten a few messages from men and women wanting me wanting to buy my worn bra panties. Wait, my, my worn bra panties, hair, bath water. Mata continued, oh, I, like, I got, like, preoccupied because this is disgusting. I thought farts were super, super niche, but also something fun, quirky, and different. It's almost like a no novelty item. So far, she's dispatched 97 orders and struggles to keep up with the constant demand due, her, due to her constant influx of orders. The reality star, the reality TV star has gone viral on TikTok where she details and documents the process of her side business. Her last video titled Day in the Life of a Girl Who Sells Farts in a Jar 
garnered 6.6 million views. Are you for real? No one has anything better to do with their life than to watch this woman fart into a jar. I, I, who the hell has that much money to spend on that? A thousand dollars? There's some weird ass people out there. That's just bizarre. Well, yeah, I've heard it all now. All right, everyone. I think that's going to do it for me. Uh, I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, we kind of see that the uh, that the views are going up and views. I'm talking about TV and now I said views. You see that? God. Not views. The listens. <laughs> Yeah, the listens are going up. Uh, so I wanted to thank everybody for that. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, we have so much we have so much fun doing this. Uh, so I wanted to thank everybody so much. Uh, hopefully, I don't know if uh, if we're gonna be doing anything next week because of Christmas. Uh, but you know, we'll let you know, um, on Facebook if we are or not. I'm not really sure yet. Uh, I haven't talked to Andrew about that. So, uh, I think Christmas is on a Saturday, isn't it? I think it is. Let me check here real quick. Yeah. Christmas is on a Saturday. So I'm sure that Andrew's going to have family over. So I don't know if he's going to be available Sunday. So, uh, if he's not, then I'll do another, you know, solo one. And kind of let you know what's what I went through on Christmas. So, okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, again, uh, when I post the uh, when I post the episode on Facebook, if you want to comment on any of the stories or anything, you know, go ahead and comment on there. I would love to, you know, get some feedback and have conversation with you guys about you know what I you know what I talked about. Uh, so uh, again, thanks everybody for listening. Take care, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.